expert strategies for mortgage and real estate. Joe you how are you? I'm doing well, Kelly. Thanks. Yeah. So there's something important that pretty much everybody has to do to not only survive, but to thrive, and that's recruit. Yeah. Recruiting and retention is a huge topic right now. And if you want to grow fast and you want to win in today's market, you have to be really strong at recruiting and and retention, which is the other important component that not a lot of people talk as much about, but it's equally as important. Right. Because I think everybody thinks, oh, I, I got the wins. I got the bodies in the door. But there's that pesky part about keeping them happy. Yeah. there's They're not always paying close enough attention to what's going on with those key people. And they're losing some people out the back door. So I put together some things that I've learned from just observing and, and hearing from some of the what I think are the best in the industry uh, at recruiting and retention. They've grown extremely fast over the last few years and have proven some things work really well. And so just some of my observations that I wanted to share today. First of all, the, the companies that do this really, really well, they're running a marketing and sales process for recruiting. Does that make sense? Sure, of course. And underneath that process, if you look at traditional recruiting, Recruiting. It was somewhat fragmented. Organizations would get a get a prospect in the door, but they wouldn't treat that as really a traditional sales cycle, right? So if you think about it, you have to look at this no differently than you would be incubating and marketing to a customer that you want to close. And so we see a lot of breakdowns. The ones that are doing this well have a very specific marketing and sales process that they run through. And that includes content about the company, the brand, the vision, why why they should want to work for this company, uh, what the future is going to bring, all those things that get people excited. Uh, you should have a blend of content around um, and more authentic content, actually. Oh, okay. Video, those types of things. That's part of that marketing process to these people because they're getting a approached from a half a dozen companies a week sometimes, the big producers. Sure. And they've got people throwing a lot of things at them. What are they going to, what's going to resonate with them? And so what I've observed is the really quality players in the market, the quality producers, it's as important to them to align with the future of where that company's going and the vision of that company as it is just compensation. And not everybody falls into that bucket, by the way. But so the people that have inside their marketing and sales process authentic content that's going to resonate uh, with the future, with the vision of the of the brand. Those are the kinds of things that they need to be doing throughout that those stages. Do you find, Joe, that that's sort of when to authentically market to a producer prospect to recruit, do you find that that's sort of that what gets them to respond is something that they feel the company is sort of giving them a preview of how their clients will be treated? Is it is it sort of like that? You know, I don't know if it's as much about that as it is about they want to understand the organization they're going to be a part of and they want they really crave personal touch okay. and authenticity, right? Okay. Authenticity is something we talk a lot about, but it's it gets missed so much because everybody's you know hyper focused on on growth and sales engine the sales engine and top producers they want authenticity they want personalization they don't want to be put into just a standard drip campaign after they meet with a branch manager that sends them the monthly newsletter okay right? <laughs> they want something better than that okay they want to feel maybe a text message saying hey i was just thinking about you how's it going man you know should we connect again for coffee next week you can automate a lot of these things, by the way, but that's part of running a quality sales and marketing process for, for recruiting. So what's the next driver? So the next driver is focusing on quality. 
And this this plays into both the recruiting side and the retention side. And what I've noticed it can be very, very difficult to recruit people into an organization if they're going to be surrounded with too many weak players and weaker producers. Oh, right. So yeah. it has a double-edged sword. Not only are they not as profitable generally to have in the company, and and obviously the companies have metrics around this. They they know approximately what kind of volume somebody needs to do to be profitable for their business model. But I think you have to take it one step further than that. And what's the quality of this person overall in terms of the way they care about the customer, the way they approach the business, what are their goals? Mm -hmm. How are they going to align with... uh, There's certain companies that have a very elite sales culture. They got a lot of top producers. And what I've noticed is they're pretty methodical about recruiting like-minded people. You know, okay. A players that like to win, they like to be around other A players that like to win, right? Got it. You put them around a bunch of B players, they're going to be unhappy. And I honestly learned that from our own company as well. Is you hire really quality talent, you can't put them next to a bunch of people that uh, aren't as talented. I mean, not everybody's going to be super elite in terms of their production, but focusing on quality is super important. You can get bodies in the door. But if they're not the right kind of bodies, it can have a negative reverse impact on growth. Very interesting. So next thing I I would say is, and this sort of goes back to the marketing and sales process, but I just want to clarify this point. I think it's very important to identify the journey that a recruit goes through and identify the stages. So if you if you think about you're going to you're going to really get them exposed to your brand on social if you're not on social. You have to be there in a big way right now. And again, authenticity is generally winning, but you have to know where they're at in this, in the, in the sales cycle. And that means clearly identified stages. Do they know a little bit about us? Have they been acquainted with our brand? Have we had a meeting with them? Are they interested? What's the next step after that? So that you're messaging and following up with not only content, but the actual personal touch based on that stage. Okay. That makes sense. Yes, it does. The last component is communication. And this goes into the retention, just like quality impacts recruiting and retention. The communication piece also is, in my opinion, one of the key reasons people lose top producers. Mm, Okay. And what I mean by that is if they're communicating often enough and they're listening to the needs, and this is not true across the board, by the way, I certainly have seen situations where people just go chase a dollar and I'm not talking about those scenarios because that's short-lived and those things, we know how that story ends generally, right? It's not sustainable. For sure. So I'm talking about the ones that you know leave for uh, other reasons than just chasing a dollar. But if you're communicating with them and understanding their needs and then communicating back to them on what kind of progress has been taken, obviously you can't address every tiny little request. But what we've noticed is if you get groups of top producers together and you listen, they tend to tell you what their concerns are. Mm-hmm. And we've learned this through meeting some top producers and talking about as we build our product, you know, what do you not like? What are the concerns? What are the things that you would change if you could? Oh, sure. And yeah. get them to open up. And then where we found success to happen is communicating back to them, here's what we heard from you, and here's what we're going to do in terms of a plan. And it may not always be exactly what they want to get, but if you're communicating and listening to them, they feel heard and they feel that authentic communication, they tend to be much, much more loyal. Ah. And that's that's really the key in retention. Now, there's 
There's more to it. You have to have a good brand, of course. That's, uh, in my opinion, table stakes. If you don't have a good brand right now, you're you're getting hurt in a big way because the big brands, the powerful brands, that um, even small brands in, in more local markets that have done a good job at nailing their, their niche, they're doing really well. The companies that are kind of all over the board with yeah. who they are and what their messaging is, they're not having much success because people are leaving to go to places that have a very clear vision and it's communicated often. So marketing and sales process, communication, focusing on quality, those are some of the things that we see and it makes a giant difference if you can perfect both recruiting and the retention part, you get double the, that impact in terms of growth.